Hi, this is David Motters. And I'm Aaron Harris of Star Wars Reaction Podcast. And you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. Carabas. Carabas. Perfect. <laughs> I like that better. Okay, Chop, stay here, just in case we need a backup. Hey! You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. He's as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting. We need a statement, not a manifesto. We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary ignition. Welcome back, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. My name is Greg McLaughlin, and this is the Rebel Base Cart Podcast. Good show for you as my guests are Aaron Harris and David Motters of the Star Wars Reactions Podcast. I was able to hook up with them down at Central Florida Comic-Con, as well as Daniel Guevara, Topps artist and artist of many other things. Uh, it was a fun time. It was a short trip, but we were able to capture some audio down there, and uh, it was really great to meet them in person. You will hear more of that, but I've got to get a lot of homestead keeping out of the way first, uh, and we will be back right after this. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. This is Rodney Roberts, a.k.a. The Art Nerd. With two R's in the word nerd. And also of Meanwhile the Podcast. And you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. All right, let's try to get through some of this homestead keeping before I get in trouble with Uncle Owen. So let's get to it. Star Wars Podcast Day is coming up Tuesday, February 7th. Once again, I will be participating with a show that will release on that day. Over a hundred shows are participating. It's a nice positive event which highlights Star Wars podcasting and all the wonderful folks who bring you amazing content. I got a waffle update for you. Kellogg's Eggo Waffle Mandalorian packages are still being seen out in the wild. They have been out for some time, but there are trading cards that you can cut out from the backs of six different small and large boxes. These are pretty easy to find. They're the home-style type of Eggo packages, and they'll have either the Mandalorian, Grogu, or the Mandalorian and Grogu on them. Kellogg's was nice enough to answer back an email of mine and provide an actual checklist for the 24 cards. I am trying to get a little more information, and I hope to pass that along to you, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't done the deep dive into this yet. Well, it's that time on the calendar again. Topps' flagship product, 2023 Series 1 Baseball, is set to be released on February 15th. Uh, I was picking this up from an article on Sports Collectors Daily. 330 cards are in the base set, and there are a ton of inserts and parallels. Although, hey, this is a Star Wars card show, there's a reason why they call it the flagship product. And like how they used to refer to Yankee slugger Reggie Jackson, it is the straw that stirs the collecting drink. Um, you, though, can keep up with sports card news and notes over at my friend Mike Summers' Wax Pack Hero website and podcast, and that tells me that the oven's almost done as well, as well as Sports Collectors Daily and Cardboard Connection. I got a swag pack update for you. I got another custom card in this week. Back from the printer, Primo Print, card number 32, The Return of Joliet Star Wars Day. Uh, turned out real nice. You can check it out on, in, on my Instagram or Facebook page for a closer look. Uh, Todd Hoffman and some of his fellow troopers from the Midwest Garrison um, Midwest 501st Garrison are featured on the card, 
uh, from a shot of the parade at last year's Joliet Star Wars Day, which is back on again this year on Saturday, June 3rd, usually from about 9 o'clock in the morning uh, till in the afternoon. I will have a link in the show notes and the description in the podcast feed. All right, speaking of card talk, I am hearing more about a full Kenobi set to be released later this year. Uh, No official word yet. I'm not really crazy sometimes about throwing around rumors because all this stuff can kind of change right up until the final sell sheets are released by Tops. I will be very interested in seeing those, uh, and I'll pass along the details as I get them. As of this recording, only Masterwork, slated for March, is listed on Cardboard Connections calendar. I have seen no mention of the Signature Series, which usually comes around around this time in February. I'm not sure if they're going to be doing that again this year. Uh, it was one of the higher-end sets, uh, but once again, more details will come as I get them. Uh, more Breakfast, please. Greg Cass and I are still talking about Bad Batch on the Batch for Breakfast podcast. Uh, this season, as the season gets further along, if you are following the season... If you are following the series, the shows come out about a day or so after the broadcast and can be found in the same podcast feed you're listening to. Uh, Bad Batch will overlap with The Mandalorian Season 3, which kicks off on March 1st. Details on how we will somehow pull off that minor miracle will be later on this winter. Uh, That's going to wrap it up for Homestead Keeping for now. Oh, one more thing I always wanted to mention to you. Um, I was able to appear on the 300th broadcast of the WSTR Galactic Public Access. Uh, They had a number of guests celebrating 300 shows. Once again, congratulations to all of them. Uh, Nice time with Aaron, Todd, and Carla. Uh, It was was a guest. You can find that on the WSTR feed. And also, Ro Gazga over at the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast uh, was nice enough to include me in his crossover connections. Uh, this is a series of podcasts they release where uh, I feed them my show and they kind of re-release it Uh, So maybe a little bit of a new audience is checking me out for the first time or just kind of returning. It was the episode we did, uh, number 127, uh, which I talked to Rogazga, and we did a lot of the ScarifCon coverage from last year and kind of looking ahead to ScarifCon this year. Uh, Pretty excited. Uh, It was a great show. And uh, if you follow the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast, you will see that show in their feed. All right, that's it for homestead keeping this week. We're going to go down and check out the Central Florida Comic Con with my guest Aaron Harris, David Motters, and Daniel Gavar. Hi, this is Mark Newbold from Panther Tracks, and you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. We're in attack position now, sir. Hold here. We're not going to attack. I have my orders from the Emperor himself. He has something special planned for We only need to keep him from escaping. There is an advantage of having a small mic, and you know, in the middle of nowhere, I find myself in Lakeland, Florida, here at Central Florida Comic Con, and who do I run into? All right, I'm completely lying. I'm setting this up. I knew <laughs> that these two were going to be here, but I see Aaron Harris and David Motters of the Star Wars Reaction Podcast, seeing them for the first time in the flesh. Guys, uh, what a great meetup. Let's talk about how this thing came to be and how you came to be here. And we, Lakeland is of course my hometown, and it's it's been great to meet you in the flesh. I got to tell you that. Um, so Lakeland's been my hometown, and this con here, Central Florida Comic Con, started five years ago, and has just grown each year. And when it started, David and I just 
felt like it was just a great time to get together and hang out and we loved it every year and because it's just there's just something about a small con and even though this is growing every year and is now taking up three large rooms it is just so much fun the people are nice it's just fun to hang out meet new people see the stuff see the sites see the cosplay hang out with the 501st i mean it's just awesome Aaron, I think you're burying the lead here. I think that there was a, a really big uh, thing for you to come here today. Can we talk about what what uh, what was really driving the bus over here to Central Florida Comic Con? Oh, the bus, the bus. I don't know which bus you want me on because I got a couple buses that drove me here today. But um, big, the big thing we got, the big reason we came today, one besides meeting you, was of course uh, Timothy Zahn is here, and we got to meet and talk to Timothy Zahn, which was awesome. I've been a fan of his since I was living in South America uh, when I first discovered Star Wars right. books, and because um, I didn't even know they were writing them until I saw one on the shelf. And so meeting it, the big drive is to come in and meet him and see him, talk to him, which was awesome. He was awesome to talk to, a uh, great, great guy, smiling, had a great time. We hit him right up, literally right as the doors opened. That's the first place we ran. <laughs> and uh, first people at his table uh, talked with him for a good for a good little bit till the line started building and we had to move on. But, right. but it was great. Plus, got to see my buddy David again. He's uh, been out for a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's good to get a crew back together. David, I hope you are ready to react to this because I am ready to hear <laughs> some reactions from Central Florida Comic Con here. David, one, awesome to meet you finally. He's also a lot taller in person, by yeah. the way. And you're right, I couldn't have filled his shoes. Look at how no, big those things are. Exactly. Size 15 shoes. But talk to me as we see a, a great scout trooper and rebel trooper oh uh, go gosh. by. Give me some reactions today. Oh my gosh, I love it. First reaction is it's great to meet you in person. And uh, like Aaron said, it's just it's been so fun to talk to you, interact with you. Um, but to get to meet you in person and spend some time together at a con I know. is incredible, especially after you were at Steam into Star Wars. I'm like, we got to make this happen. I've been out for a while, so my second reaction is thank you for filling in for me. I appreciate it, brother. And, uh, you know, like Aaron mentioned, I was going to say meeting Timothy Zahn got over there so nice. And, and I wanted to also say, like, because of the size of the con, Aaron had brought up an interesting point just before you got here that when he saw, and I saw Timothy Zahn at the 2017 celebration here in Orlando, he swarmed. And so to come to a con like this and to get the time that we had with him this morning, and he's fresh, answering questions. Aaron did talk to him about first seeing the book, you know, when he was in South America. Um, I got to ask him a few questions about school and, and where he went to school back in my home state. Uh, and Michigan State and Illinois. Oh, wow. He was at Michigan State and Illinois and, uh, and just got him to sign books. And uh, that's a great part. He's fresh. He's not overwhelmed. And that's what I love about a small con like this. And I think the third reaction I would have is that I just needed this. I needed to be here. I was hoping I would get to see you, that it would work out, that you'd get over from the Tampa area. Wanted to see Aaron. It's been a rough, rough two months. So getting to be here with you guys is exactly what I needed. So uh, the reaction is I'm, I'm feeling better and feeling happier. Excellent. Yeah, and it's funny you guys talked about how, you know, it's kind of grown now. How old is this con, Aaron? Five years. It's the fifth year. So we're over here, and what's kind of cool, and my son kind of pointed this out, is this is also uh, 
where the Lakeland Magic, they are yep. the G team for the Orlando Magic, mm -hmm. have their arena here. And I guess that's where we're going to go next because yeah. we're looking for uh, Daniel Gavar. He does work for Star Wars Card Trader. Uh, we already actually got to see uh, Alan Grimes. Grimes. You pointed him out. Yep. He does some work for Tops. Kind of, you know, we got to meet with him for a moment. We always kind of talk, and I think you you kind of was inferring the same way with Timothy Zahn. It's like when you're coming here, it does give you an opportunity to see folks. But for podcasters like yeah. us, especially long-form podcasters, yeah. this is not a really an area that you're going to get knee-deep into. Yeah. If you can get a couple questions in, great, yeah. and that's why it helps like this. But right. when you're talking about, you had mentioned before that these kind of have grown past some of the initial rooms. Yes. So can you get kind of a, somewhat a lay of the land of how this is kind of built today? Yeah, well, right now we're actually in uh, what they call the Sykes Hall, which is basically it's where they're having their... Uh, they got a couple closed rooms for panels, and then they got a whole bunch of tables set up for gaming. Uh, last year, uh, in the first couple years, this was pretty much the game room. Then across the hall, where they have the exhibit hall, was where the con was. That's where all the vendors were, Artist Alley, all the celebrity guests, everybody was right there. This year's the first year they've actually expanded out into the arena, where actually the Magic play. Uh, you'll actually, they actually have more vendors in there, they have more celebrities in there, that's where Timothy Zahn is. Uh, and so they've, it's really, I would say, in the five years has more than tripled in size since it started. And it has been, and even through COVID, the years with COVID when they was struggling to get stuff done, it still has grown. And which has been amazing because I'll be, I'll be honest, be, being a Lakeland, Lakeland native, this is actually the second con that they've tried to start in Lakeland. Uh, Fanboy Expo tried one. It was here one year and never came back. And then years later, this one shows up and it has just, it's its fifth year and it has just been incredible. And I love it every year. It's my, it's my January highlight. That's right. That's right. Don't tell my wife that because her birthday's in January, <laughs> but this is my January highlight. Something else, and I want to go back to David just for a minute. You know, you know, we lived down here for a time, and I know in, in the past, some of the people I've had on the podcast who are from the area, there's not a dearth of, of conventions here, and especially when you're talking about the major cities being so spaced out. What does it kind of mean to you now? You, you had a bit of a hike coming from Ocala, but what does it mean to have something like this as close to being in your backyard as possible? Oh, it's, it's great. And um, it's close. It's easier to get here. Like I was talking to both of you to park, to get in here. In fact, Aaron and I, uh, just after sending a few pictures of us with Timothy's on to you, I said to Aaron, I said, I got to get back out to my car at Celebration. That's not easy here. I just bopped out, came right back in. In fact, I took all the books that Timothy's on signed and took them out. Just the convenience level of this. It's just incredible. Even for you coming from where you did and just bopping right in here, parking, coming in. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, before I came to this con with, with Aaron and we've got Professor Xavier come, that is incredible. Um, uh, you know, before coming to this, I just had gone to BigCon Celebration in Orlando and in Anaheim. So when Aaron talked about this and we came, I fell in love with this con. And I, and I, and I love that we, even on our podcast, called it our hometown con. And so it's easier for me to get here. I've done the Orange County Convention Center. We've done that together for Celebration in 17. And we knew how to navigate it, but this is so much easier. 
there's a lot of other cons in the area. You got Tampa Bay Comic Con in or in Tampa. You got MegaCon in Orlando. Um, there, uh, uh, there's a couple other cons that happen in Orlando, and there's one even in St. Pete that shows up every once right. in a while. Um, but they having this one here in Central Florida, halfway between Tampa, halfway between Orlando, I think has probably been a huge draw because they don't have to. There's, you don't have to drive as far. I mean, if you're coming from Orlando, you're only driving halfway. You don't have to drive all the way to Tampa and vice versa. It's the perfect place for a con, and I'm so glad that this has lasted and that it's grown yes. the way it has. All right, we're going to let all of us kind of get back to it as we kind of go on the hunt, explore what is an amazing floor, what is an amazing con. Uh, just briefly before we go today, in case we don't get this uh, on the mic, where can people find the reactions other than here, right? And as they're finding them together. Where can people find the reactions? Podcast me all online. All right. Well, to find us online, um, besides the con here, we're here at the con. But besides that, you can find us online. We're on Twitter and Facebook at SW Reactions Pod. We're on Instagram and Pinterest at SW Reactions and Tumblr now at SW Reactions, where all of our show notes are. Thanks to you for introducing us to there. Um, so that's the best place to find us. And of course, any of your podcatchers, iTunes, Google, Spreaker, all of them were on those as well. So look up, just look up Star Wars Reactions. You'll find us. Excellent. And David, where can they find you? And I love the t-shirt, Darth Vader with the boom box and the, and the, and the roller skates. I love it. Where can they find you online, brother? Uh, they can find me at two places mainly. Uh, one is Twitter, at David underscore Motters, and the other one is Instagram. Just look up David Motters, and there I am. Excellent. All right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Let's go explore a little bit. Let's go. Hi, this is Todd, a.k.a. Big T, and... Little T, Trent. And you are listening to Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. We did it. Yes. <laughs> See, that wasn't, that wasn't too bad. No. I've seen a lot of R2s. I mean, it's celebration, all of that. I've seen a ton of R2 units, but I've never seen one with that. I don't yeah. think. This one is uh, sound sensitive. You know, the louder the ambient noise, the more it It starts does to flare it. around yeah. like that? Yeah. Okay. All right. How does it get installed? Is it outside or is it's it It's on inside? the inside of the dome. Oh, check this oh. out, Greg. Check this out, buddy. She oh, took a look, look at that. Look at the fiber optics in that thing. Isn't that wow. cool? And look at that. There, there's the disc. Oh, okay. I see. I see. And then, like, how long is it something like this get... How long does this take you? This was her project. Yeah. Wow. I helped with a little bit on the wiring and the paintwork and a few things here and there. But we it's just a styrene hey, plastic. Hey, Greg, we joked... With Greg here, we joked earlier that we thought we'd see Kenny Baker in this when she <laughs> took the top off. I don't think Kenny would be very comfortable in there with all the wires. You're right. Yeah. That's it. Once again, to Central Florida Comic Con. You're right. Thank you all for being part of this and being part of our fifth year. As a friendly reminder, we want you to make sure to remember that we not only have exhibitors and guests and the exhibitor of all expensive always been, but also in the arena, which is new for us this year. So when you're wandering around having a great time, checking out all the cool stuff, remember we have even more cool stuff in another part of the building. So make sure you take time to go check that out as well. high a shine as you possibly can. Well, that makes it kind of easy to uh, to kind of get the information done. Yeah. Yeah. We're here talking with Todd Bixby of the R2, uh, R2 uh, Builders, and he's going over this amazing plasma droid that has this kind of this disc on the front that apparently reacts to sound. 
but you can see inside um, there's so much electronics to go into this. I mean, outside of the actual casing of this that must take forever. This thing lights up, and then the little individual lights in there. That's what's amazing. Oh, it's incredible how they do this. It's like, need to get these guys to help me finish my chopper. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you about that. That's a full-size chopper, right? Yeah, that's a full-size chopper just sitting in the corner of the office. Does it move, or have you? Not yet. It's just, literally, it's just a shell, a painted shell, ready to go. You just, I got some of the, some of the stuff to put in them to get going. I just don't have the skill set to do it. So I've got a reading up and trying to learn how to do some of that stuff so I can get him mobile. What I love about, like, where you're talking about the droid builders were right in front of the 501st is they're so eager to help folks. Now, granted, Absolutely. time is a, time is a luxury. A lot of times uh, we, we should be at the Star Trek booth that we, we can't afford sometimes. <laughs> but I would say they're so eager to, to kind of help out and just kind of demonstrate. Yeah. That's what's kind of nice yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, they, they're, they're more than willing to answer questions and show you the stuff. Like, right now he's showing us the inside of BB-8, which is awesome. So, I mean, they're, they're always willing to help and answer questions. And they, even at, when they're not at cons, they have forums and stuff that they'll answer questions in. So, The other thing it's cool is we're having, I think the Jawa stole one of the lightsabers. Uh, and I got to check my bag myself, but I think all these folks getting together in an event like this, I think it just makes, it just really ups the fun level. And they're just having as much time as we are. Absolutely, they are. They're having a blast. Hey, when's the last time you saw a Jawa swinging a lightsaber <laughs> and not taking somebody's arm off? <laughs> and that's why we're over here on the other side, because I'm, I'm a little concerned. Vader over there, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. This one, I'm not so sure. Vader cares less because you're going to get force choke here if you don't get, get near him. But. This is Mark Mulcaster from fan for tracks and you are listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts. So, of course, the one place we didn't look was the place we were already at. Daniel has led us on a merry chase (laughs) through the arena. No, no. And you know what? Because all this stuff is really incredibly friendly right on the website (laughs) if I would have bothered to look. So instead, you were navigating the trench. (laughs) Exactly. So we're kind of bum-rushing him, but I'm going to throw him on the mic. Daniel, it's a pleasure to finally meet you after seeing some of your amazing art in the Star Wars Card Trader app. How does it feel to be here at Central Florida Comic Con? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I I love it. This is actually like an hour drive for me, and it's a really quick jump. Yeah. From what it sounds like, this this con has really kind of blown up. Can you kind of describe, I mean, does this kind of exceed your expectations? Every year it gets bigger and better. it used to just be in this one hall, and they've migrated to the other hall as well. Uh, they keep getting more and more guests every year, and I've, I've been here every year they've had it. I'm really good friends with the show promoter who runs the show, and he used to run uh, Awesome Con in D.C., which is where I used to live. So. I wanted to ask you really quick, because Brandon Bernard would kill me if I didn't get a chance to talk to you about your amazing work in Star Wars Card Trader. I see a bunch of prints here as the reactions guys are going through it, but how does it feel to kind of be seeing yourself digitally in the Star Wars Card Trader app? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love all the pieces that I've gotten the opportunity to work on, and it's a lot of fun working with Brandon in particular. He, he, he really shapes sets um, and has really amazing ideas on new sets to do. 
Um, I love how creative he is in, in terms of like coming up with different approaches, uh, different uses for like tilts and things like that, and, and how to like build cards from the ground up. Um, I, I don't know, it's been a lot of fun. The other thing that I really like about what they're doing is, is that, now what we're seeing here, a lot of our finished prints in the app, and in some cases, some people are seeing sketches, line work, and final prints. I think that's kind of be nice to be able to yeah. reuse some of that that normally no one would see. I, I don't actually sell prints of any of the Star Wars work. Um, yeah, I only I, I, I do originals and I do sketches, and those are the things that actually get approved by Lucasfilm. So I don't I don't do any of the print stuff. Yeah. As they are looking at, oh, all right, that, Major uh, Von Rick. Yeah, that was the finished piece. That's. And you can tell that they look exactly like <laughs> the cards. Mine are one for one because I, I'm a traditional painter. I, I don't do digital work really. I do some digital work, and you know, a lot of the stuff I've done for Marvel over the years has been digital almost entirely. But I kind of really love watercolor and traditional media, so I migrate towards that most of the time, doing things that I want to do. Um, so yeah, that's in progress. Yeah, and I noticed. You, yeah, you got the bucket. You got the the prints here today. Are you gonna get a chance to get some work done, or like? I, I've been doing work. Like this was when I walked in. Yeah, I I I, I always do pieces on site for people, and I I've already started a little list of pieces that I owe. <laughs> so yeah. And just quickly, yeah. Uh, what's kind of been your interactions with fans? You say you do this year after year. Oh. It's awesome. Um, in terms of the Card Trader app and in terms of, of Star Wars, it, I was just in New Orleans two or three weekends ago for their convention, and it was amazing to see people walk up and just go nuts over cards that they. I just bought the. I just got the gilded of this. You know, they were they were going crazy. It's like I have to own the original of it. You know, I already own this. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. And since we're going to let you get back to it, as these guys, oh, that's a great hero. Uh, stay on target. Where can people find you and find your work online if they don't have to be in Central Florida Comic Con today? Oh, it's just DanielGovar.com, my name.com. But I'm on Instagram. I'm on. I'm on everything. Um, I don't use Twitter as much, but I, I'm. I'm really big on Instagram. Yeah. Daniel, it was great to finally meet you in person and kind of bum rush your booth. Uh, best of luck for you today. Awesome. You too. This is Brandon Erty from the Talking Bay 94 podcast, and you are listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. Although the time is a bit short today, the thing after we just got done, you know, hanging with you know Daniel Gavar for a bit and seeing some of the amazing artwork that you know that we could see some of the stuff that you know, like, hey, look, you know, you can show us stuff, but you can't. But when you meet folks at a con, like you're coming back time after time, but then it's like your subsequent ones. This, these are almost like seeds that get planted that grow later on. And then you'll see those same vendors or you'll go, you know what, you had interaction. You were talking before about like, well, I've been trying to get, you know, so-and-so to do this one. But I think it's fun because otherwise, you know, someone could come here on their own and maybe not interact. Maybe that's just not their thing. And I think the experience misses something. And since I'm with the reactions folks, as we talk about, you know, Central Florida Comic Con veterans, 
it just kind of has to make you feel good. You were just talking with it, you know, a friend of yours, yeah. and I think that just makes it so much fun, doesn't it? Oh, it sure does. I mean, one of the great things about the conventions is, is not only is 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 the people. It is the people because you're you're meeting new people, you're seeing old friends. It brings people together, and it brings people that you would never think about bringing together, bringing together. I mean, it's it's just awesome. Like we've met we've met several people today that we didn't think we would. Um, we of course spent time with Daniel uh, Gavard, who's phenomenal. It was incredible to talk to. I mean, it's just these type of experience and these seats that are planted that blossom into fruit. I mean, same was with Star Wars Weekends. This guy right here, David. I met him at Star Wars Weekends, and from there that seed was planted. A friendship grew, and now we're co-hosting reactions together. I mean, it's just how it, how it goes. That's why I love conventions. That's why I love these type of events. Because you can meet those people, plant those seeds, and you don't know where the friendships are going to go. It's been funny. This month, you know, we I've released a lot of archive audio that I've been kind of holding on to. But, I mean, I think the thing that, that I hear when I go back over this is the family aspect of it. You know, not necessarily blood relations, but we're talking about folks that become family. Like, you know, you know, you guys meet, you know, Dan's there, Coffee with Kenobi. You start doing your show. You know, you meet David. This is the kind of the thing, I think, that, that kind of binds it. And although, yes, it's fun to spend money. It's fun to... You know, it's fun to buy this stuff. It's also fun to kind of figure out how to, we're going to pack it home, not tell our significant others. But I think it just really enriches it. So it's not just about how much stuff I can acquire, what, what I'm going to grab at this con. There's a whole lot more to it. Well, there, there is. And, and, and we were just talking about this just before you, we started recording again here. But, like, you coming to this con and you making the effort to do it, um, it is great because... The angle that you've brought that I I didn't have that Aaron and I haven't done like we've had fun with the 501st here every single year we get pictures with them they're outstanding talk to the the R2 builders and all that but but for you to be here and then the way that I feel like it's built community is again getting to meet you in person for the first time I feel like I already know you anyways and feel like you're just such a wonderful friend but then when you introduce us to someone like Daniel Guevara and just talking to him and meeting an artist. I probably wouldn't have done that as much as spend time with 501st, the Rebel Legion, R2 Builders, stuff like that, or see a Timothy Zahn, but this expands it. You, you've expanded, you know, the Star Wars community for us. And um, uh, like we were just saying a few minutes ago, I, I, that's what podcasting has done for Aaron and me. And uh, it's expanded it, got, gotten to meet you. And, and uh, I, I hope this keeps going. Um, and, and get to meet more people like this. But I do think, like you said, when we come back, because Aaron and I are gonna hit this up every year that we can, we'll try to meet these these artists again and just spend time, talk to them, and, and buy some of their stuff, you know? And I think also it makes it kind of, you know, like a lot of times when you're going to some of these booths and you want to kind of flip through, but you're like, hey, look, some of this stuff, obviously, out of a lot of our price ranges, but I think it's fun to engage the artists and also hearing some of the stories behind it and, you know, hearing some of the process I think that just it makes it so fun. Oh, it certainly does because you're you're learning more about what you love already. I mean, talking to Daniel today, we're learning about the process they have to go through for their sketch cards and everything for the app. Is was just mind-boggling. I mean, it's opened up your eyes to a whole new world that we didn't know was there before. So as I get these cards in the app, I'm going to be more of man. This is you know a lot more work put into it than just me 
all right, drop in this credit, drop in this credit. Oh, right, here's some crystals. All right, just a lot more into it. So it, it gives a whole new respect to to the work that goes into it and the card that you're getting, whether it's physical or not. And I think, you know, great point about the Star Wars Card Trader app. And, you know, we talk about it. I talk about it a lot. I talk about it online. But when you're seeing a lot of this original work go into the app, you're seeing something special. Like, granted, it's it's a JPEG. I can't, you know, hear, you know, feel it, touch it. I can, you know, I can treat it. But it is nice as we're kind of talking about some of the process. And I think it makes it funner because now I'm not just seeing that same picture of, Who's he what's it's you know like that I see over and over, which by the way, I'm more than happy to collect. I'm going I'm on record, I'm saying give me all of that. But you know, something that's indicative like that Star Wars Digital Galaxy. Yeah. And that's what you and, and you know, talking to Brandon before about how proud he is of that and all those artists and going, hey look, this is something that you can only find in this app. Please stop pay me for this. Um, <laughs> but but that's just kind of what makes it fun. And then, like I said, we're, we're fortunate enough to be here. You know, like I said, we talked to Alan Grimes before, yep. who's done some great work. He's got some sets coming up. Uh, but to also kind of see this, and it's kind of fun because this is a huge part of an artist's life at a con. And so it's just, like I said, just makes it so much fun. Absolutely. It makes it, it, makes it so much fun. It's the best way. It's the best way to spend a weekend. I, I can't say it's just the best way to spend a weekend. It's just going out, learning, having fun, spending time with friends. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this. All right, David, before I wrap things up today and get my get my son as we go back over I-4 uh, to, you know, greener pastures. We'll yes. pray for with you. Yeah, may the force be with you and we are praying for you. I, you know, if you're local and listening to this, I've never seen I-4 so easy to get across. Uh, <laughs> Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> But that's sort of, like I said, it's, uh, I just wanted it as he's knocking on wood. But anyway, um, final thoughts on this today. Oh, can, what are you looking forward to? You've got some things coming up at this con specifically. Uh, what are you heading into and what are you kind of looking, what do you think you're going to get out of that? Well, we're heading into here in about an hour, heading to the Timothy Zahn panel. Uh, really looking forward to hearing uh, the, the stories he has to tell uh, about about the writing process, about Star Wars, maybe even bringing uh, Thrawn into Rebels and his future in, in, in Ahsoka uh, and everything. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then, then again, just continuing to explore the floors because there's multiple rooms to explore. We've barely scratched the surface. <laughs> David, have we scratched the surface of the wallet yet or is there anything else you're looking forward well, today before you head back? <laughs> well, you and I were over there looking with Aaron. I think I'm gonna get the, the voice actors for Phineas and Ferb Ooh. to sign my DVD of right. the right the, uh, the Phineas and Ferb special for uh, episode four right so I need to pull it out and I need to get both of them to sign it so I think my wallet's going to come out and we're going to get that done definitely go to Tim Zahn's panel and I think I think I'm going to head back over after, to to Zahn's booth and buy me a copy of Heir to the Empire and have him sign Ooh. it. So he's got some over there that are 20th anniversary editions, you know, and stuff like that. And I like the cover and it looks pretty sweet. But uh, we were, I just, you know, just as a final reaction, he was really, really nice this morning and uh, was really talkative and, and, and just really nice. So really pumped to see him uh, in this panel and, and see the Phineas and Ferb guys here in just a little bit. All right, well, I'm gonna let you guys get to it. We're gonna hit on the road here pretty soon, but I just wanted to say thank you again for making 
Uh, this is a great con. Uh, even in the short time we were here, uh, it's really nice. I'm, I'm just happy for the area to have something like this, and I love the fact it's growing. And I know, like I said, it was kind of thin uh, in, in the area, but I'm just really excited to be here. It was great meeting you today. And I uh, just wanted to say thank you very much for making this such a great experience for me. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for coming. It's been, it's been a blast. We have to do this again. Absolutely have to do this. Agreed, agreed. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for making the effort to be here. It's, it's not easy. I, I wish I could have you guys on every week thanking me. That'd be great. <laughs> this is a great affirmation. Anyway, signing off from Central Florida Comic Con. This is Greg McLaughlin. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? Once again, I want to thank my guests for being on the program tonight, Aaron Harris, David Motters, and Daniel Gavar. It was a pleasure to get a chance to meet all of them, hang out down at Central Florida Comic Con. It was a really great time, enjoyed myself, and it makes a very strong case to go back next year. Uh, just uh, It seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Uh, that's kind of the gist that I'm getting from them, and I hope you enjoyed that audio tonight. Anyway, I'm going to let Card Squadron take it out, and we'll talk to you soon. The Rebel Base Card Podcast focuses on cards, collecting, and the Star Wars community and appreciates you coming along for the ride. If you have any feedback for this episode, you can reach out to the program in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on the Instagram post for this episode. You can also DM Greg on Instagram at Rebel Base Card. Make sure to also follow the Rebel Base Card on Twitter and Facebook at Rebel Base Card. If you want, you can send an email to greg at rebelbasecard.com and you can find show notes for this and all episodes on the website rebelbasecard.com in the star wars card trader app and just about every other one you can find greg at corn fed tech the rebel base card uses the hashtag card squadron as a way to alert friends about cool cards and recent drops in the galaxy far far away it's a great way to bring our community a little bit closer together and help one another finish our sets in time. We collect, communicate, and commiserate. Well, at least when we run out of credits or crystals to spend on our digital collections. Join the fun, even if all the other cool squadron names were already taken. And remember, we collect as one and would be honored if you join us. And if you are a sketch card artist or Star Wars artist or collector, cosplayer, and want to talk about your work, your craft or passion, drop Greg a line. I'm sure he'd love to hear your story. You can also help the show by leaving a comment or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you got this episode. Otherwise, the mission is clear. Keep those cards out of the hands of the Empire and the Rebel Base card will return soon. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.